Hey, creative peeps, welcome back to this week's episode of People Begin Podcast. And today I just want to talk a little bit about what to do when you're kind of full on in the process and you've put so many things in place that any new idea feels like a stretch and to the point where it can almost block your progress, possibly because that avenue needs exploration but you hesitate and don't go the way that you should go in terms of exploring that new idea because you've already put so much structure around what you've created so far. So you get kind of stuck in moving forward in that as well because the exploration is probably the natural thing that needs to happen and you're struggling to find other ways to fit the puzzle pieces together. So I don't know if you relate to that right now or if you've experienced that before in your creative process, but To begin, I do want to say that that's very normal and it's a thing that happens. It's just part of the sort of natural part of creating a structure and creating something new. When you're putting all the pieces together, things are starting to look the way you want to look and then something shifts or you learn something new or you realize that there's maybe a bigger vision for this thing that you've created so far or there's a new technique that you want to try, or a new idea that popped in your head. Maybe it's even a a big epiphany, or just something really small that you want to try. And sometimes we build these limitations around this, the thing that we're creating, because that's what structure does. It creates boundaries, and and, uh, it helps us stay on track, and it helps us build what we're building. So it's not a bad thing. It's just part of it all. So part of it is putting all those pieces together and to start to create something that's cohesive. But as that goes along, things can get, I mean, this, this can get, it can get muddy. Things can get a little bit muddy in all of the clarity that you've already done. And you can start to doubt yourself. It's possible to start feeling like whatever this idea was, isn't worth it anymore. And sometimes that turns inward and then you think that what you do is just not worth it and that you shouldn't be doing this at all. And it's that spiral down effect. So if you're experiencing that, and that can happen at multiple parts of the process, by the way, but if you're experiencing something that sounds similar to this, first, I just want you to take a deep breath, realize that you're normal, take a moment to acknowledge that, to acknowledge that what you're doing is part of it, that the first few steps usually are to just get started and you may be making something that is a little bit crappy or not up to standard yet to what you're hoping to create, that there's a process of the doing, the doing part sometimes feels ugly, not good enough, like it's like you'd rather break it then start over and forget all about it or throw it against the wall and just do something else completely. (laughs) And then oftentimes we turn that energy inward on us and we start attacking the artist, the person who's creating, who's going through the process. That's us. That's ourselves. And again, those are natural feelings. It's part of our protective amygdala brain the some people call it the lizard brain the part where our fear resides it's there to protect us when we do something really uncomfortable really new anything new like that triggers that part of the brain 
which is a very old part of the brain that was originally there to keep us out of danger, to keep us from harm's way. So coming back to fear again, that's really just about acknowledging it, being aware that that's what ha- what is happening, knowing that this is just the part of the process that you're in and you're okay. And think for a moment what you can replace that thought with if that's what you're experiencing, if you're starting to turn inward on yourself, what would it feel like to let go of that energy completely, of just ah, releasing it with your breath, allowing that energy that you're putting onto yourself to parent, to just leak out, to just leak out like a puddle on the ground. And it's not your responsibility to clean it up. It's not your responsibility to hold onto it. It's not your responsibility to feel bad about this part of the process. What would it feel like to let go of that responsibility? And you can journal that out, and then you can replace it with a nice affirmation. I am worthy of all parts of my creativity. I am worthy to begin and to learn and to keep going. I am worth every effort that I make so that I can put my energy into the world and shine bright. I am creating. And here's another one that you can say to your fear if that's the thing that's coming up and getting in your way, the one that's speaking really loudly that sounds negative. You can say something like, I see you. Thank you very much. I appreciate your protection but I think I've got it from here. And we've talked about that before because fear continues to come up. So it'll probably come up again and again in the podcast. But the other tip I wanted to share with you is if you are in this space of, I don't want to tear down what I've already created because when I move the pieces around, I don't know where this new idea fits or where this limitation can be removed because then it screws up everything else that I have in mind for this particular avenue of what I'm doing. I like to write in notebooks. So for me, I have different notebooks for each sort of part of my um, my mind, really, because I, I do so many different things. So for me, there's like the stuff where I, I really dive in deep and reflect and talk. And for me, it's more about like the coaching stuff and the intuition and going really deep and spiritual and uh, all of that. I kind of have a separate notebook for that. Anything that I do in the space that we're in now, Everybody does it differently. I like to write by hand. It's just my, I like to uh, viscerally feel and think with, with my body as well. Whereas some people really enjoy typing and they feel like they can get all their thoughts out quicker that way and they do documents. Um, and if you're a painter, you know, maybe you have a specific type of material you like to paint on, whether it's like a big canvas or watercolor paper or uh, wood or whatever it might be pottery, whatever, whatever your thing is that you're creating and think outside of the box here beyond what I've mentioned, because you have a space in this as well. If you don't do anything that I've mentioned, then think you're going to have to think outside of the box a little bit with me because the examples I'm going to use are going to correlate with that. So getting to it, if you have a project written out somewhere specific that, okay, I don't like for me, I don't want to mess up my notebook. (laughs) That's one of the things I I like to block myself with. 
because it also helps me keep organized. That's so a little bit of both. Usually those things work hand in hand in terms of blocks and things you're trying to do to serve yourself. There's usually two sides of that coin. I'll get like a loose leaf paper and I will write whatever I want on that. If that's like a new thing I'm trying to figure out that doesn't quite fit anywhere in my compartmentalized world that I've created to stay organized <laughs> and to stay on task. And when I do that, that really helps me explore something brand new. I was talking to a friend about this recently and we sort of discussed what that could look like. And then it helps you realize that, oh, I didn't even realize what it would feel like if I took that one rule away that I had put in place and thought outside of the box again, like I did when I was first inspired. So it just helps you include all of the growth that your project wants to have, that you want to have, and it takes the rules away again. And this often happens to me throughout the cycle. It's not just at one point. Usually I go through this a few times and I didn't realize that I would have to at one point in my life. And now I know, okay, that is completely okay. That's completely normal. Sometimes the process takes longer depending on the project and you may go back in and do something like this again and again. It happens to me a lot when I give too much space between when I work on a project. I go back in and I have really different ideas because I've changed. So that's another thing to think about. How how quickly is your original, how important is your original idea that can influence how quickly you finish it? Because there will be probably a little bit less of this situation than if you spread it out for a long time. But there's no rules. Some projects just take a long time. I have some projects that will, will take a lifetime to finish. And I know that it's already taken a lifetime. <laughs> but uh, I continue to be inspired again and again for the idea. It's just a matter of getting to it and dedicating time enough to it so that it actually comes to fruition. And some other projects all get done really, really quickly and in no time. And then this whole situation I'm describing now barely happens if it does happen. And so time has something to play in all of this as well. But I always like to talk about time, but time's companion is space. So give yourself space to explore those other things that are coming up. And for me, it works when you just separate them a little bit and pretend like it's a brand new idea and just explore the new avenue you're considering. And if it's if you're a painter, like I brought up that earlier, what if you just, you know, if you're painting on canvas, what if you went to, instead of messing up your whole thing that you've just done? And I don't, I, messing up is a bad phrase. <laughs> I don't want to say that. But affecting what you've created in ways that you're not sure is the direction you want to go in and it will change your original vision maybe too much in your mind. So going to um, a notepad and sort of doing a rough idea of what you've done so far in your canvas and then adding and exploring this new technique or another color or something else and seeing what you think about it without, you know, giving yourself the freedom to just play around a little bit and then dismissing it, releasing it. And then later deciding, okay, is this something I want to incorporate? Do I need to do a little remapping or do I just let it be and it got out of my system and I'll use that someday in another project? So there's lots of outcomes through this scenario, but just know that it's, it's part of it. It's part of the process. When you feel like you've made crap and you, you don't want to start all over and you know, you may not have to start all over and feeling like crap is normal, but realize that it's not about 
your worth. It's not about whether you're a good artist or not. It's not about whether that guy's better than you are or there's people out there way further along. All of that stuff is so normal and natural. And we'll talk more about a little bit more about the comparison and all those things I just really quickly mentioned right now. But just keep in mind that if you're struggling with that, you are worth it. You're just as good of an artist you were when you thought you were. It's just your mindset. It's just the thing that happens that makes you feel like, oh my God, this is so hard. And it's probably my fault because I don't da 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 I know, fill in the blank, blame ourselves stuff. And you don't need to own that. You can just let it flow through, notice it, be aware, and find space for the other voice that knows your truth, that knows what you're capable of, and give yourself permission to go there, to trust that, and to test out and try out the other ideas that are coming up, because those are good ideas too. And if you don't use them now, then they will show up again later if they want to be made. Okay, I will see you guys tomorrow in the weekly tip. I hope you have a great day. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, you can always re-listen to any of these episodes and do this stuff again and again. Don't forget to email me on the podcast page, beboldbeginpodcast.com or just beboldbegin.com so I can invite you to the private Facebook group just for this podcast so we can build a community and I can support you even more so we can go live together in exclusive Facebook lives that will be only for you guys. Seriously, I love you guys. So show me some love by liking the show on iTunes, leaving some reviews. That helps me out so much. And of course, share, share, share. (laughs) All right, guys, I will see you in the next one. Till next time. Bye.